As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. When something happens to your car, you might say, But what you really need to say is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, State Farm is there to help you file your claim right on the State Farm mobile app. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to How Do We Get Here? The only audio podcast road trip, no breaks, we're going, no pit stops. And we are today talking about this dystopian endangerment of Squid Game. Kind of a, a strange title. Uh, you guys got spoiled on what this would be on the last episode. No, it was just a teaser. If you were good listeners. It was just a teaser. Okay. You guys just got a little piece of it. Let's hope you're listening weekly and didn't just click on the one episode that has Squid Game in the title. <laughs> Anyways, I, I, I'm Jacob. I do wonder that. Like, how how often are people just like, oh, I see Pokemon. I'm going to click on that. Oh, Smash, Smash Bros. Bros. Yep, that's the one. Um, Fortnite Zeitgeist. I'm, I'm Zach and that's Jacob. And we're going to talk about Squid Games. Not just Squid Game, but I would love to start this topic with Squid Game The Challenge, Netflix's new reality TV show. Uh, you can apply right now, by the way, to be on it. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, they're like dude. they're like real worlding it. Are they trying? Is it one of those things where you have to like impress them or like come with a personality, be a character? Because um, like that sounds like gold for content creators. I don't know. Uh, you should check it out. Go to squidgamecasting.com. Tell me what you find. Let me see. Squid Game Casting. I mean, like, this is so easy, yeah. right? Yeah, this I mean, is an easy look, dub. if you watch Squid Game, it's making a reality TV show out of it is not like a hard process to figure out how would we do it, you know? Except for killing people. You can't kill people. <laughs> yes. Well, I think it would be cool if they did. I... Dude, unironically, I think I don't know if we talked about this on the show before or if I just talked about it streaming, but I genuinely thought at this point in my life that we would have shows where people die. Like when I was a kid, I thought that we were going to have like gladiatorial. You think that's something we like as a society are working up to? Yes. Yes. Swear to God. I thought that eventually we would get to the point where like because there's a lot of media in the 90s that's around like futuristic depictions of game shows where like society's gone so off the rails that we watch people die on TV. I think of like, like the Roman that's a Coliseum. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I don't see that in the future. That, but that's the I thing. I see where you're coming from. I just yeah. don't get it. There are a lot of parallels in it. Like there, there's a game called Smash TV, which is that. Uh -huh. um, there's a movie called The Running Man, which is based on a Stephen King book. Like I think it, the depictions of these are Roman Coliseum like, there's supposed to be allegories for that, and it's like, we are reverting because we're a society in decline. So I would love a squid game where people die. That I, I would personally like to watch that, um, but I understand, you know, the liberals in Hollywood won't let it happen. So, you know, maybe in 20 years. I don't know. Yeah. The pendulum will swing back. I'm looking I, at it right now. It says, uh, please upload a one-minute video telling us ooh. about yourself, why you want to be on Squid Game The Challenge, what your game plan would be, and what you would do with a huge cash prize if you won. I think that's banger stream content. I think you apply on stream. <laughs> I think you put it together. That's a really good point. Honestly, banger video. Oh, my God. They have spots for headshots. You have a headshot. You're an actor. Uh, I used to. I have an old headshot. Just use it. Who cares? Yeah, maybe. I mean, they'll see in the video, right? They can figure it out. I might do this, bro. I might be on Squid Game. You might make $4.56 million. Dude. Wouldn't that be so... What if a content creator got on Squid Game to make a video and then they won and they just never upload it again? They just don't <laughs> have they to. Need to. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, it killed their career. Like, <laughs> uh, Yeah, I'm looking at it. And yeah, of course, it's very simple how Squid Game, the... It was it was a show about a like a, a reality game pretty much yeah. you know like people not put their even lives a TV on the line. show isn't that the weird part like they weren't well I guess it was a show for the investors oh yeah right? yeah but it wasn't like a publicly broadcast like no yeah. no no but I meant like Squid Game was a show like that we we watched yeah 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 and I don't know like it's very easy to see how they made a game show in this right. 
I think it's just <sighs> physical challenges. I mean, if it costs, you know, if they're giving away four point five million, there's no way they're not putting in like yeah. ten million into production, right? If, if not gonna, more. Yeah, it's gonna be absurd. Yeah, um, I feel like they can make their money back on a show like this just with like just the general pull that Squid Game has. Of course, yeah. Uh I feel like Squid Game though in itself was kind of lightning in a bottle. Yes. Because they're going to make a season two. They've announced season two. They've teased some plot points of what season two is. But I can't see anything Squid Game ever does to be as big as the first one because it no really does feel like lightning in a bottle. I don't think Squid Game will ever not be worth making, though, you know? Yeah, I think it's similar to Stranger Things where they're still making Stranger Things, but that first season really captured a mm -hmm. lot of new people and new eyes whatever yeah. um but i don't think you match up to that ever again and like i, I can't believe they're still making it if i'm being honest <laughs> yeah uh, i really feel i like it when shows end personally i love it when shows end i i think like that is one compliment i will give like manga and anime a lot mm -hmm. is that most of the stories are like 25 episodes long and it's over sure like I, I do think anime is really consistent at that, but I think a lot of like Western television just tries to milk it for as long as possible. It's it's the difference between trying to tell a cohesive full story in an arc versus making that thing your life and career. I think it's like, I mean, I I I love The Simpsons. It's my favorite TV show, the early stuff. But yeah. good lord, like it is. It's got the ship of Theseus thing where like now it's just it's not at all what it used to be just because mm -hmm. so many people have left and the actors are different in some cases. And like but one piece still slaps. Well, does it? I mean, that's a long running show, right? Dude, Is it still yeah. the same? Uh, It's it's not the same, but it's improved heavily. Oh, wow. OK. Yeah. How long has that been on? Uh, 24 years. Jesus Christ. Mm hmm. Where are they going to find that fucking treasure, bro? What the fuck? <laughs> Come on. You know how big could the ocean be? What's so crazy is I think, like, hear me out. There's in, like, halfway point of One Piece, there's a time skip for two years. Uh huh. I think, like, two or three months passed in before that. Like, I think we have only seen, like, a total of four or five months in the One Piece world. After 24 years? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Excluding the two-year time skip that we just didn't see. Right. That's but absurd, dude. The reason I did want to talk about Squid Game is I got a hit tweet on my hands. Uh-huh. Um, you know how you, like, the most random things blow up? You ever just let a tweet rip and you're like, ah, oh, this is going to be big, and then it's the most average performing thing ever? Yeah, yeah. It hurts. Yeah. yeah. It, um, I, I think I've been putting out some bangers lately and they've all been kind of like average reception and, you know, can't be too upset at that. Nothing shout wrong with average. Shout out to, uh, to Minecraft Matthew, by the way. That was... Oh, shout out to Minecraft Matthew. I that fucking... one, little <laughs> that was a little over performance. I'll talk about that. But my hit tweet, <laughs> I just quote retweeted Netflix in their Squid Game casting and all I said was Netflix is about to kill 455 innocent people. And here we are. We are, we are probably minutes away from it hitting 100K likes in like less than 24 hours. Are you serious? I'm just seeing it now. Yep, there it is. 96K. Okay, I just want to say, though, at the start of this recording, seven minutes ago, it was at 94K. Really? Yeah, it's booming. Oh, I'm going to keep Stocks for this specific then. tweet are up. Let me buy in. I'm hitting the yeah. like. I don't see your <laughs> tweets, by the way. I don't Damn, know what it is on dude. Twitter. I don't see. I saw the Minecraft Matthew tweet, but I think it's because he tweeted under it. Oh, like, damn. Am I shadow banned from specifically you? No, I don't see a lot of people. I don't know why. If turn for some turn reason, notifications on like a real homie. For all my friends. Yeah. <laughs> just my phone is just constantly lighting up for shit posts. <laughs> but uh on my on my tweet, uh my my friend Blue responded to it. That's and, the top reply. I see it. Yeah, yeah. He he responded to it and <laughs> he said that Jome applied, who is another friend of ours, and then um well, what was it? I think Sunday. Our good good friend, play on mm -hmm. Sunday, Matthew yep. of the Minecraft variety, Minecraft Matthew, whatever you want to call him. He his name is a gaming microdoser with the Yoshi profile picture. 
And uh, he tweeted and said, no, it's 454, excluding Joan, because he is not innocent. Mm -hmm. You know, like, he is not an innocent person, quoting the source tweet. Mm -hmm. And then somebody came and um, actually him and goes, um, it's 456 people. It says right there if you'd watch the actual video. <laughs> and then this guy did not know who he was messing with because then Sunday said, and I'm going to read this word for word verbatim real quick. Um, he's okay. Again, he just corrected him on the number and gaming microdoser with his Yoshi profile picture responds and says, let me educate you once peon 456 players does squid game compose. But I imply comically in this tweet that Joam is still one of the 455 eliminated killed contestants. I merely exclude him due to his lack of innocence. When something happens to your car, you might say, No! My car! But what you really need to say is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, State Farm is there to help you file your claim right on the State Farm mobile app. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. And, you know, that should be where it ends. And then Sunday comes back for round two, responds to his own tweet and says, this is like a Dark Souls boss entrance and says, <laughs> now surely you're wishing for a chance to uncross your path with mine. But no, not so fast. I have suffered your presence for far too long and demand only one appeasement in return. No, never to doubt me again. Now flee this wretched thread lest I dispatch you with dire means. <laughs> And he deleted the tweet. And the guy deleted the, the tweet. The guy got fucking He turned tail and ran. <laughs> he, I think he was successful. But like, holy shit. I've never seen somebody uh, intimidate someone else on the internet like that. I, I've just never seen someone talk that talk and A have it pay hit. off. It actually worked. Out. Dude, it, he's got a gift for it, honestly. This no, is Sunday very goes well straight written. up Shakespearean whenever he <laughs> wants to. This is gorgeous. He got yeah. somebody to, to stop on the internet. It was perfect. And then I just posted the that screenshot out of context because it's much funnier with just the second tweet and above it, this tweet was deleted by the tweet <laughs> author. Environmental storytelling, yeah. Yeah, 100%. So and then he responded to my tweet and said, "Let this scorch mark upon this let's yeah, let this scorch mark upon the soil be a grim reminder." <laughs> <laughs> he was inspired, bro. It was beautiful. It's so good. It, it, was, it, it is was excellent. It is so good. Also, it informed me. I didn't realize they gave the amount of people that were playing. Because I, it doesn't say on this site, but 456, I guess. So. Well, it's Squid Game, okay. so it, they're they're doing it like the show. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, in the a trailer, lot of people, though, they also say 456. Oh, do they? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I hadn't seen the trailer. I just saw like the the gotcha. headline and the site, and I'm like, okay, fine. Like, dude, whatever. I host events with like 20 people, and I'm overwhelmed. I have no idea how Mr. Beast and his team did that. <laughs> 456 people. That's I crazy. feel like it, you're hosting events with like 20 friends and content creators though, as opposed yeah. to like, I think it's different when it's like a bunch of people who are trying to be famous, if that makes sense. Like they're trying no, to be there I, I to impress it. Mr. Beast, you know? But I feel like it'd be so easy for any of them to just have something in real life come up and then just not tell you that they're not entering or not sure. know how to. Yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. so easy. I, I think another thing is with uh, just Mr. Beast content in general. Mm -hmm. It's this is kind of trailing off a little bit. Sure. Because I've watched a lot of interviews with him, just how he talks about YouTube, because it's obviously very informative to me and crucial to my job to see like pretty much the face of YouTube talk about the platform and how I can better my own channel. Mm -hmm. Like say what you want about his content. He knows how to work the algorithm like he knows the platform oh, no better question. than anybody. Um, and what I would like to see, um, cause he has such like, almost like a reverence for PewDiePie mm -hmm. because PewDiePie, uh, in his own words, he said, PewDiePie is just a man in his bedroom. He's proof that anyone can do it. He never wants to be bigger than PewDiePie. Sure. And I think that's a really beautiful philosophy that he wants to keep that alive because Mr. Beast isn't a guy in a bedroom anymore. He is. 
just as much of a corporation as, say, T-Series is. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like, I saw one comment on my uh, my Bounce House Olympics, right? Mm-hmm. And someone explained in the comments, just one person, how the video could be a lot better and was comparing it to what Mr. Beast does in his videos. <laughs> and it was like, dude, I don't. I don't got it like that. No, very few people <laughs> do. Yeah, like, it, he was like, oh, you only used a drone shot for like these five seconds, but like, Mr. Beast would have had it running the whole time, so you could always cut to an aerial view. And I'm like, bro, that requires me hiring a whole other cinematographer. Right, yeah. You need a team for that. Yeah, I need a larger team. Like, I have people who I bring to these events, but it's just like every other suggestion requires like another person. Right. And if you do that, you create a standard and you'll have to do that for every video. And it's just like, I'm not there yet. Maybe one day, but like, yeah. not now. Do you even want to be there? Like, that's the other question. Is, I, is that I, your goal? Well, my goal is like, I want to keep doing these videos. And a lot of people do like say like, oh, it's like insane Mr. Beast. Oh, it's like Chris McLean from Total Drama Island. And it's like, yeah, I guess that is kind of what I'm going for. Sure. Yeah, like... I like I like Chris McLean comparison more because that's a fictional person. Sure, being yeah. compared to just a bigger creator on the same platform doesn't feel as Dude, good. It sucks when you yeah. just start getting called other because I feel like people don't understand the sense of scale. Like yeah. that guy doesn't understand that Mr. Beast is like a, a fucking leviathan, right? The yeah. guy is a fucking giant. The dude but, will drop half a million on a video and then scrap it. Yeah, like I can't do that. That's insane. And I, I feel like people don't see that because they just think, oh, well, if you're big on YouTube, there's like a certain cap to it. But no, yeah. it's it is absurd. The level of uh, it's, it's affluence like you can get. not only is he massive, not only does he get like the highest average views of anyone on the entire website. Mm -hmm. Like if those weren't enough and getting massive sponsor deals, it's like he advertises and sells merch better than anybody else. Right. Yeah. And has millions of millions of other avenues of passive income from like just his uh fast food chain and even the feasible things he's been promoting lately right and then let's talk about like his gaming videos like he has mr beast gaming that still averages like 10 to 20 plus million views per video and it's much lower effort for him he doesn't have to get a production team on it he just has to sit play minecraft with his boys and get an editor to record it or to edit it and boom, that's money that flows back into the main channel. He has Mr. Beast Philanthropy, which is like the same thing. He and Mr. Beast Reacts. Like all of these other channels he creates are not passive income, but much less active than his main channel. Right. And he could just do that forever if he wanted to. Oh, yeah. If he if he just wanted to just coast and sit on his laurels, which is like kind of admirable in its own way that he's not doing that. He yeah. wants to keep going and find new frontiers, which is kind of neat because I think for a lot of people, the dream is to get to the point where you could just like make a game grumps. <laughs> yeah. You know, and just play video games with friends. And that's your life now is just doing that. And eventually that's going to dry up because things they always do. And then yeah, it's just you're like you're happy. You're dying. Yeah, exactly. So that's fun. I don't know, man. He he's he's been kind of an inspirational story because, like, I also hear he's a really cool guy. I've never met him, but yeah, you know, I've I have been. It's like I had a small talk moment with him once at like a a creator party. Sure, but it wasn't like uh we exchanged names or anything. It was in a group of circles, like a circle of people. I talked, he talked. That was it. Sure, sure, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just. From everyone who I know who has gotten to know him a little bit more than that, uh, fine. fine. Yeah. Like, nothing but good things from what I've heard. Like, it, it doesn't sound like anyone really knows him personally too well, mm -hmm. but I think that's kind of the nature of it. Sure. Like, that dude is just business 24-7, and it's, it's commendable, but I gotta be honest, even if, let's say I could upload every video from this moment forward, mm -hmm. complete understanding of how to make it a one of 10 every single video and yeah. average like 50 million views and up and be on the grind 24-7. Would I want to do that? And no. Right. No, I, 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 you know, it's like, do you want to work to live or do you want to live to work? Right? right. And I like doing fun things. And I think I'm just, 
I, I don't want to like holier than thou this, but it's just like mm-hmm. uh, I I gotta I I can't do this shit if I don't like it. Right. Like I I, I think he does like it. I, I think, think he does too. Is like he's wired to get satisfaction from that. But I hear what you're saying. Yeah. It's like you you have to be your brain has to be wired in such a way that like mm-hmm. you get satisfaction. Because again, I think a lot of people would just be happy. My with, satisfaction doesn't come from the numbers. I guess. Right. Yeah. I, I, it, I think people they're have nice. They keep it afloat. Don't get me wrong. Right. But I think I've just reached a threshold where I'm just like, it, it's whatever now. Well, you can do what you want. You're comfortable yeah. doing it as opposed to like feeling like you have to chase something. You know what I mean? Um, I, I think people have different priorities when they do that kind of stuff. It's like, I think one of the most dangerous things that can happen to you as a content creator, which is like, I think you and I have talked about this privately, but like uh, as somebody who like just started doing more content like a year or two ago, uh, when you start making, when you start making as much as the effort that you put in. When something happens to your car, you might say, no! My car! But what you really need to say is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, State Farm is there to help you file your claim right on the State Farm mobile app. So, just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, I know it you're does. Not, you're not editing a 40-hour video for, like, you know, $100 on YouTube, like, of ad revenue. It's like, the amount of effort that you're putting in is equal if not yeah less than the amount you get coming out that's so scary because then it, you could just is. give your fucking life to it you know what i mean like because mm-hmm. you don't see this like there's no ceiling to that so i think that's like the nicest appeal of like making gaming videos is because like i was back when i was uploading exclusively gaming mm-hmm. um it was super simple because uh i would take sponsors for like multiple thousands tens and thousands of dollars. Oh, yeah. And I would just slap in a video that I recorded for an hour or two, edited that night in my bedroom. The video cost me zero dollars <laughs> to make. And then a sponsor money is like, ooh, cool. Like, I made so much money over the pandemic and it feels shitty, you know? Yeah. Well, it's also a game you'd be playing anyway. So it's yeah. just like you, you would be doing this regardless. Yeah. It's and not now like you're that going out of your way. I'm hosting these events and everything. It's just like, Sometimes a video will cost, uh, let's say it might cost like ten, twelve, fifteen thousand dollars to make, mm-hmm. and you know at the end of it we might make anywhere between like twenty to thirty thousand dollars, which is like oh, okay, that's still definitely like a profit. That's nice, but it, it's like I in my head it makes a lot of sense put the sponsors on these videos that cost a lot of money. Because then it feels like it didn't cost a lot of money. But at the same time, I could just sit in my room, play Minecraft, and, you know, make the exact same amount of money with no pro- with no loss. But yeah, it, it's, you know, you got to spend money to make money and everything. And uh, are you more fulfilled by doing this? Oh, yes, then keep doing it. You know, it's just like, of course, I'm not going to stop. But it is always something I think about. Yeah, I mean, there there's a balance in all things. Like, it it depends if you're not feeling fulfilled by the low effort stuff, you have to do the high effort stuff, but the high effort stuff takes so much more time and money. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I've, I've been dealing with that myself. Like as somebody who has a kid and a day job and content, it's like, it is so That's much fucking easier to put also, on a YouTube video. A relationship react, you know, hard. Yeah. Yeah. Oh dude, a marriage in general. Like, yeah. Fuck man. Like, you know, it's, 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 it's a weird, so it's so much easier to like put on YouTube, react to it, play a video game then come up with that shit like the shit that you're doing is like fuck man i can't imagine the amount of uh work it takes to put all that together but i do feel like uh content creators are going to become more and more it's get it's going to get easier and easier to just do game show shit like yeah. Ms. kiff just did are you smarter than fifth grader ludwig is yeah. doing jeopardy. jeopardy like somebody's gonna do um Legends you know, a family feud. Temple. Yeah, Hidden Temple. Like, it is so easy oh, to just... Oh, actually, Ludwig Critical did uh, Family Feud. It was Hive Mind. Oh, right, Hive Mind. Yeah, 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 yeah. They did do that. It's just so easy. Like, you could do a Weakest Link with streamers, too. Like, there, I think we're going to see a second wave 
where content creators could just take already existing and proven ideas and Agreed. just tailor them to themselves. 100% agree. I, I think that's where it's going. I think uh, by going to a lot of these like YouTuber events mm -hmm. from like, uh, let's talk about the stuff I do versus like the, the chemistry stream from Point Crow versus like Ludwig's Mogul Money right. versus uh, Scribble Showdown, Creator Clash, like all of these big things. They all use like the same three production companies. <laughs> huh. So it's like it's either real good touring, JK Productions, or um honestly, all of my all of my stuff is kind of like homegrown, but because I do that, like a lot of people borrow people from my team. Sure. Okay. Which I, I don't care. I, it's not like a cohesive team or anything. They're all contractors. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. It's Everyone has their own individual teams, of course. So I guess it's mainly just those two. Yeah, because uh, yeah, I know, I think I think their name is JK Productions. I think that's what it is. Because they were at Point Crow stuff that they also did the streamer awards for Cutie Cinderella. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So, and then uh, Real Good Touring is pretty much the company that handles every YouTuber tour. Uh, it's part owned by Aaron Game Grumps. And, you know, they do the Game Grumps tour, the Scribble Showdown. They I saw them at the bottom of the uh, the Cup Pong thing, right? Yeah, they're doing my Cup Pong thing. If I ever do a tour, I'm going to do it through them. Sure. Uh, I can think, like, you know, Jack's Films, like Daniel Thrasher, like uh, like Family Jewels even. Like, a lot of people use them for their tour. And because they're good at it. It's it's because they're a creator-centric tour. Oh, they did Jacksepticeye, Markiplier, everything. Mm -hmm. um, but I... They are kind of made by creators for creators. Like, that's kind of the sell, you know? And they're a touring company. But for a lot of my events, like, I don't need a touring company, per se. Like, I just need someone who can handle the actual production, which, you know, they uh, Real Good is capable of, because sure. that's why they're doing the beer pong tournament. Mm -hmm. But it's just, like, it's so possible for just a production company to shift focus and be like, hey, reach out to creators. Uh, do you need, like, we all work in, like, not not like we got our bachelors in film. Like, oh, we've worked in the film industry. Right. You have the you have the level of expertise and the experience to actually make yeah. stuff happen. Yeah. Like, I feel like all we need is one production company to infiltrate one streamer's large event and then just word of mouth spreads. Yeah. <laughs> and then they become the guys. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we need more guys. And not that I don't love the other guys and want to take away from their market. Yeah. But I feel like we need more production companies who are like, oh, you handle the advertising, you handle the whole event. Sure. We'll just stream it, make it look good. We'll give you all the cameras. We'll do everything. We'll rent it all for you. you like, you don't have to know anything about anything. Just tell us what you want. We'll make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, there's probably just an, a huge emerging market here. Yeah. Where it feels more and more likely that somebody could come in and just swallow it all up, but nobody's really yeah. done it yet. I mean, um, there are, like, tons of production companies who do exactly that. Mm. They just aren't known in this specific sphere. Right, yeah. I, I think yeah. as influencers and, and creators... <laughs> oh, and the third team I was going to talk about bigger. was Summit. Because Summit also handles uh, mogul money. Oh, they do? I didn't know that. It's literally recorded at Summit. What? Yeah. I didn't know that. Uh, it's It's in the room next to all the computers like the the lp room oh my god okay that's yeah huh i always thought the mogul money room was way bigger than that it's huh. cameras man yeah i was gonna say it's it's it, it, depictions of space i guess they're able yeah. to make it no, it's, probably it's at the right lens. summit that's insane i did not know that holy shit good for them dude uh this probably isn't a conversation for here this is so industry ken is leaving summit isn't that crazy yeah, That's no, crazy. I saw that. Uh, got picked up by Liquid. Good for them. This yeah. has nothing to do with this podcast because I don't think you guys care about East Ken from Summit. Yeah, exactly. But Ken's great, and I hope he does well at uh at, at it's Liquid. It's like if I you know if Summit changes radically in the next few years, it's because he left. Because like I think he had that much of a of a weight on Summit. Dude, wait until you see the next voting system. Uh, uh, he told me about it. Oh, you know about it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We, we okay. We don't. We don't want to talk about that here. But yeah, I. It's gonna be nuts. I'm kind of excited for it, honestly. So, yeah, we got way th away from the topic. Yeah, I think <laughs> also people would be surprised at how much we know 
about what goes on behind the scenes of everything. Do you think people like, would be surprised? I feel like people would. I, it, I feel right? like people don't expect you to be knowledgeable on anything. <laughs> if I can be honest, like I think, it, I mean, I, my channel grew up in Smash, and even if I get on like a a mic on a on a on a weekly and oh, cast sure. top eight, people are like, "Oh, I didn't know he knew that much," you know? Yeah, I didn't know he went to turn. I I think people don't think of internet people as people. You are the agree, person. Yeah. It's like seeing your teacher outside of school. It's like Ooh, if you see the you. YouTube guy not on YouTube. Bro, I was at an open know? house the other day. Uh, again, just looking at houses in the area. Sure. And as I'm just standing outside talking to my, my agent, uh, some guy is just walking behind, like down the stairs, leaving the house, mm. stares at me, double takes, and just goes, like your videos. And just walks off. Oh. So I'm if I get this house, I might have doxed myself <laughs> on accident. He Honestly, might know. though, that guy sounds pretty cool because he didn't even yeah. like he didn't he didn't even say your your name or your tag no. or anything. He was just like, hey, I like what you do. That's really cool. Yeah, I think I like what you do is so much better than videos, because if I'm like with people, I don't want to talk about it with. Now uh, I have sure. to talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could just lie and say, oh, I know that guy from work. My uh, my wife and I are house shopping and having to do the whole like pre-approval thing because they're like, "What do you do?" And I say, "Same, yeah." Uh, work in marketing. What kind of marketing? Uh, uh, sports. What kind of sports? Okay, you got me. Esports, video games. Oh my god, my son plays video games. Is it Fortnite? <laughs> no, it's not Fortnite. Fucking guy who came to deliver a couch the other day. Not a couch, but you're delivering a um a vanity set for our, uh bathroom. Was like. When you buy a new house, you might say, Shut the front door. Winning. No, seriously, shut the front door. We own this house now. But you actually need to say, Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. The local State Farm agent is there to help you choose the coverage you need. Welcome to my crib. <laughs> no one says that anymore, but I don't care. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Yo, you a streamer? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, you play Call of Duty? I'm like, no. And then he just left. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. that's how a lot that's of them go. I mean, I used to have... So, at my old house back in Oklahoma, um, the house I was in refurbished the attic into, like, a, just a playroom for kids, pretty much. Mm -hmm. uh, but I just turned... it was The acoustics were really good. So, I just made it, like, my whole recording room, music room, whatever. My playroom. And in it, I had, like, there's a whole pillar support beam in the center of it to, like, you know, keep the house afloat. And I just put all, like, my play buttons on it and stuff. Okay. Because it was, it was fun. And I had someone deliver a uh -oh. couch up there once. And it, it's just, it's on, like, display. Like, you see it the moment you walk in the room. Right. And it's just, every time I had someone, like, deliver furniture, I was like, I'm not fucking carrying up the stairs. I'm paying people to do that. Yeah. So they would. And then they'd always see. It. I started like taking it down or putting like a rug over it or something, <laughs> just because uh, it's just something I don't want to talk about. Right. It's you not know, even I had, that you don't like it. It's just, uh, yeah, yeah. It gets uncomfortable. Yeah, I don't have like people who come clean my house, but I did try it for a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I'll do it again because I think it's very nice to not have to worry about it. Yeah. But I, and all honestly, rich privilege. I get it, but it's sick. <laughs> yeah. And, uh. One time I had cleaners come over and they just took pictures of my play button and sent it to their son and see if he knew who I was. And he was like, oh, my God, yes. And I'm like, you have my address now. I'm not hiring you again. <laughs> yeah, there's that feels like a total breach of professionalism and contract. I feel like you shouldn't be yeah. allowed to do that. That's crazy. I think I think you can like mentally write it down and then ask your son later and I won't know about it. But you're telling me you're you're bragging to your kid. Uh, yeah. Now this kid knows the cleanliness status on my house on an average day-to-day -day basis. <laughs> and that's information I don't want viewers to have. God, I think I'm relatively yeah. clean, but it's just, uh, that's, you don't deserve that information. No, absolutely. Yeah. I, I think that like, you would be shocked. Most streamers, like their desks look like shit. Yeah. They're just covered in crap, but you're not supposed to know that. That's not part of the show, you know? Yeah. Literally everybody I know in like content and just honestly, I know the entertainment industry does this the exact same way, mm -hmm. but they always, they just make like burner LLCs. 
to buy houses. Oh, do they really? Yeah, because oh, that's smart. It's public records, right? If you buy it under your name, people can either look up your full name or just look up your whole address by your name. Like it's ah, super possible. Sure. So like you can sign them anonymously, but if you want it to be like full on anonymous, you got to do it in LLC. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. No, that's a good idea. I need to look into that. Yeah, you get to make really funny names too, but like you can't brag about them, so it's a little upsetting. <laughs> you can't actually tell anybody. No. Yeah, like my landlord is a celebrity in that in the house I'm in right now. Really? Yeah, but I can't talk about it because they own limited property. A celebrity like a celebrity celebrity or like a like a niche celebrity type. Uh, I, wanna... I just posted it, yeah. Yeah, let me see. Hold on. The, I posted it in the in the Zoom call. Wow. Yeah, that's my landlord. That's crazy. Y- yeah, but it's so funny, right? I just yeah. can't talk about it yet. I, I have to wait until I moved out of the house for a while to start talking about it. Have you interacted with this person? Of course not. Okay, no. Yeah, it's, it's just, you know, it's run through a middleman because they don't have time for this. Got you. That makes sense. That's that's really funny. I can't believe you haven't told me that. That's unreal. Holy shit. I honestly, I think I've told a very limited number of people. Sure. I'm happy to be in that club. Yeah. That's actually insane. Holy shit. Now I got to look into that. I I feel like it's got to be like as creators get bigger and bigger and individuals get more and more influence and yeah, you know, like it's, it's only a matter of time before, you know, cause Scott, the Waz has like his TV show. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's going to become more and more common to see old media buy into that stuff. And it's sort of invading that world. So you're going to have to have more elements for privacy. I feel like if I can take a prediction going forward Mm. where I can see a lot of mainstream media start recruiting off YouTube, Twitch, TikTok, stuff like that. Like like your Disney channel shows. Do you think they'll actually do it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you can find someone who's on the up and up and just catch them before that happens. Put them yeah. in a three-year contract. Now, if algorithms they blow up, are probably it's only benefit gonna, to you. Yeah, algor- algorithms are probably going to get very good at identifying, like, future stars. Yeah. Like, this person is starting to, like, the kindling is there. Uh, like, and let's you get talk it before about the flame hits. Jake and Logan Paul, right? Like, sure. I feel like people often forget they come from Disney. Yeah, I didn't know that until a few months ago. I didn't realize that they came from that. That's yeah, crazy. Jake Jake Paul was on show Bizarre Vark, which I don't know what the hell that is. I've never even heard of that. That gave him a big fa- like place to leap off, and then he was massive on Vine, and then just transitioned that to YouTube when Vine uh, tailed off. I've off. never heard of this show. I'm looking at it right now. Oh, my God. That's so weird. Yeah. I knew he was a Disney Channel guy. I know there's a lot of it, like Brenda Song, I yeah, think is also... Yeah, she's traded from Zach and Cody. That's what it was. Yeah, there's a lot of people that get their start on those shows. I mean, even Justin Timberlake, right? Yeah. Bur- God, Brady that Spears. industry is is kind of fucked, man. Like, yeah. the whole, like, you know, t- trying to get child stars for TV shows. I uh, So when I was younger, when I was, like, in high school, like, early mm-hmm. high school, I, I thought I wanted to do uh, acting. And I wanted to be a TV actor because I didn't. I don't like fame. I wanted to be a TV actor because, like, TV actors yeah. are a little bit less noticeable. You know, they they can live somewhat normal lives depending on you know how big you are. Um, and they had a lot of these like casting calls for like you know thirteen to seventeen year olds, and they said it was for like Nickelodeon, Disney Channel shows, whatever. Um, there's a whole industry around like tricking high school kids and their parents into like paying absorbent fees for people who don't represent you. It's like fake agents. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's insane, dude. Another thing is I I'd like to think I'm sure some people who know me only as alpha rad probably don't agree, but that's because you don't know me. Mm. But I think as we were talking in the other episode, I think Jacob, I think I'm such a go with the flow. I think I'm, I give off very, I don't know what the the right energy is. I think it's just um, unharming kind of energy, whatever the word was. Um, I think I'm just, again, in real life, my mannerisms, my my voice inflection, I think it's just like feminine enough to Mm -hmm. where it's fine, non-threatening, I think was the word I was looking for. 
And uh, I've got whenever I've gone to places like um, like restaurants, right? Like Hooters, Third Base, sure, uh, yeah, Twin Peaks. Uh, if I've ever been to those in the past, I've always made friends, made good with the waitress, and it's always been like a okay, so. Um, tell me your weirdest story. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not trying to be the weird guy objectifying her. I want to hear her stories of the sure, weird yeah. guy objectifying her. And in in my experience, they've all been very eager to talk about it. And you, who knows? Maybe I'm getting played just as much as everyone else is, you know? <laughs> Maybe. But either way, um, getting, getting to talk to them. And I, I just think I love knowing how, like, I'm like, oh, how do you, how do you get started here? Like, how did yeah. that happen? Um, because you know, I mean, it's not sex work, but like you know, it's it's not to shame it or anything. It's just always an interesting story. So cause... I had never heard of these places, and I'm looking them up now. I did. I I only know about Hooters, but I'm looking up Twin Peaks now, and yeah, I see it. Like <laughs> I see, I kind of see what's going on here. You know what I mean? It's all the same thing. Yeah. So what's third um, base? Is that like a similar uh, thing? It's a similar base or similar thing. I. I've only been to it once. It was like as a kid, it was my dad definitely like took me there to be uh, like, look, you know, look at this. And I was like uh, too, like sexually reserved sounds weird, but I think I just had no interest in it at, at a young age. Sure. And especially yeah. with my dad in the room. Yeah, absolutely. Dude, yeah, these so- are everywhere. <laughs> I've never heard of these before. This is crazy. We don't have these on the East Coast. Uh, I don't think we have it out here. I haven't seen them. I, I was crazy. only aware of the one in Dallas. But anyways, uh, one of the women I talked to at Tudors, I was just like, so how, like, what's your weird story? And he was like, she said, uh, one time I was just working and this guy who wasn't like, I wasn't serving his table. Mm-hmm. I just walked by and he grabbed me by the arm and he gave me a paper bag with $600 in it and asked me to put my underwear in it in return and give it back. Oh my God. When you buy a new house, you might say, Shut the front door! Winning! No, seriously, shut the front door. We own this house now. But you actually need to say, Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. The local State Farm agent is there to help you choose the coverage you need. Welcome to my crib. (laughs) No one says that anymore, but I don't care. So, just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. And I was like, did you do it? And she was like, I thought about it. I definitely did think about it, but I did yeah. not do it. But it was like just the money was there and I, I just gave it back. And I was Dude, like, that's such a hard thing to like. That's so bizarre. Yeah. You you never have those instances as a guy. It's yeah. Or working at Applebee's. Yeah. <laughs> That's, oh, God, I feel like I would do it, but also that unlocks a whole new, like, potential side quest that you don't want to be on. Yeah, like, I can see how it strikes you as easy money for the first time, but what if it comes back? Exactly, exactly. Like, if it just was the one-time thing and it was guaranteed, just like, okay, dude, just go be creepy, whatever, but if he expects it later or there's more... Oh, yeah, six hundred dollars is a lot for like a eight dollar pair of Target underwear too. Yeah, yeah, God. But yeah, it's it's like I see the dilemma. But yeah, anyways, I just thought like, damn, that's so strange. Yeah. Another thing, we don't get was, those experiences. That doesn't no, happen. straight up. No, I I remember. Um, I thought it was strange. I'll get to that story in a second. But talking about. Uh, the same Applebee's girl. She just told me like a lot of funny, weird stories. You know, there's like some some younger, like eight, 16, 17, 18 year old couple went sure. on their first date here. And she was like, that's weird. And I was <laughs> like, yeah, that's kind of funny. But that's, that yeah, is kind of weird. That is yeah. weird. And then, uh, oh, what'd she say? Oh, she was like, you know, guys always try to leave their phone numbers on the receipts, but that just doesn't work because I had to turn the receipts in. Ah, uh, okay. She's like, if you're going to leave your phone number, give me like a business card or something. Yeah. A business card. <laughs> yeah. Uh, And then uh, there's one other thing. Oh, I asked her, how did she get this job? Mm-hmm. And she said, so I hate telling the story because 
it sounds very typical. So I was trying to be a model. And uh, I guess she was like, I guess when you don't work for like top-notch agencies, mm. they'll just send your portfolio and your headshot around anywhere. Okay. And I don't know if it was a, on purpose or an accident, but it definitely got to people who worked at Hooters. My por- my headshot, my portfolio. Uh-huh. And they just, they, they just offered me a job and I came in a little scared. And one of the girls just walked over to me. It's like, it's not as bad as you think, which is not as reassuring as you think. Yeah. Yeah. That's, oh God. And How would you do, even respond to that? I don't, I don't know. I mean, she clearly accepted it and everything. Yeah, She's obviously. Like, you make good tips, which I believe. I, they, I'm, I, I would assume that most of the people that go there are respectful. I think it's just a higher chance that you're going to get. You, you might have a one in 50 shot of having a really bad night. And if you're at an Applebee's or something, you might have like one in 200, right? It's like the chance yeah. goes up at a place like that. Um, like it does. And it sounds scary. But one thing I do have to say is, you know how like a lot of people talk about how weird like Japanese made cafes are. Mm-hmm. How are they different? I, well, you know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like the people who think that Hooters is weird are the same people who think the Japanese things are weird, right? I feel like I those... agree, but I feel like there are definitely a majority of people who will like go to Hooters with friends for fun and everything and be like, the maid cafes are weird though. Yeah, I, I hear you. If somebody yeah. if somebody can't accept both, that is a little weird. Because they're yeah. essentially the same thing. Although I think there's a it's kind of interesting that the American version is all about like sort of an expression of sexuality. It's like this idea that this woman is sort of objectifying herself, but it's also under her stand, her her like control, and she's choosing to do it, whatever. And the Japanese one is more of a air of like servility, right? It's like service, and mm. and 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 I don't even know how else to put it. Like, um, I don't know. The main you, bit of it is different. Do they still do the the boob thing? I don't think so. Probably depends on the place. I bet some of the yeah. places do. Because if you don't know, do there was like, I guess like a big, I don't want to say rumor, but it was just like at Hooters, you couldn't work there if you didn't have, or you had to walk into a wall and your boobs had to touch the wall before your nose. <laughs> and it was just like really? a lot of hearsay. And I, I feel like that had to have been a thing at one point, but I feel like it just couldn't now. It probably got phased out now, but it's probably up to individual franchisers. Yeah. Like, I bet that's individual restaurants choosing it. I don't know. I, yeah, I, it. Uh, I was just looking it up to see if it was a thing. I couldn't find it, but I did find um, a TikTok of a Hooters employee who has double A's and was like, this is how I cheat. So it's, it's a life <laughs> hack to get more tips and you know what that's impressive i'm sure that there are ways to like there's a whole metagame to it to to making them look bigger than they are i guess that's just the wonder bra right it's and also it's just just makeup in general goes a long way right like think about just like contouring in general what it can do to you what it can do to how you look yeah so crazy I we don't have to do any of that we don't deal with any of that i don't do you get hit on a lot uh yeah. Do you really? Okay. Sometimes. I wonder if I that's, think, that's like a... I, I wonder how often or common that is. Yeah, it's... I mean, it definitely didn't used to happen to me. I think I also went through like a, a chain of, one, becoming more confident, which I think goes a long way. Of course, yeah. And two, I think I just lost a lot of weight, and now I feel more expressive with like the style. I dyed my hair. I think that works for a lot of people. I think I sure. I think I now fit a niche of what certain people like. Sure. Okay. You're checking a lot of boxes for people. I hear yeah. You. I ask because as a white dude, I can't remember the last time I've been hit on, and I feel like I'm a pretty average looking white I think guy. You're a good looking guy. Oh, yeah. thank you. That's sweet of you. Okay. Well, let's say even if I am, let's say average to good looking, right? You know, mm-hmm. respectable seven. And part of it is I do think I give off a very like theater you, kid. No, I don't think I think that's not my real life shit. I think in real life I'm very closed off. 
I, yeah. I, I, I'm very, uh, I don't know, uh, get on to the next thing, sort of arm's length kind of deal, unless, you know, mm-hmm. I'm friends with somebody. And I've always wondered if that's more of it. Say what? I think I've, I'm flowy and I have always been. And I think like effeminate more men open are just, like, to the world really in right now. Sure, sure, sure. And for someone who's always been that it's, it's been great. Yeah. I, I, and I, I, again, I feel like a lot of it is also where you're at. I feel like in LA people are probably more expressive <laughs> yeah. and more yeah. open to that shit. Like people call me slurs back home. So like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> as we discussed. Yeah. I, I wonder what it's like for like the average guy though. Cause like guys don't talk about it very often. Mm-hmm. Cause I can't remember the last time I got hit on and, and my wife always thinks that cause I'm traveling so much for this stuff. She's like, Oh, I bet there are tons of girls at these events. I bet yeah. they all hit it. I'm like, sweetie. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't think you understand these Super Smash Brothers tournaments that I'm it's, going to. Yeah, I think in my interactions, it's more of like, obviously, you'll have the occasional person, the DMs. My message requests are a disaster. But oh, it's sure. kind of like if I'm just like ordering food and I'm like checking out somewhere and like I will have like the person the cashier like flirt with me uh-huh, okay and i mean of course you could say like that's their job they do that with everyone no but i get it yeah like it's just like i i've had cashiers who are just nice before and I, sure. I feel like i can tell the difference but um i don't know i i also feel like i'm pretty oblivious to things okay uh one time i i had a lot of people over and they all went to go get food and I was like, oh, I'm not hungry. I'll stay back. And one of the girls was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I'll stay back too. And mm-hmm. I'm just sitting on my couch being a good host. You know, we're on opposite sides of this couch. And she's like, oh, you've been having um, people over lately. Oh, also, my roommate Deanna was baking cookies in the kitchen. So she could, in ears length of this entire conversation. Sure, yep. And and the girl was just like, yeah, so uh, is it like, overwhelming like having people over like this and i'm like no not really i just uh i just like go up to my room when i get like overwhelmed and people just deal with it i don't care yeah. and she's like oh how do you feel right now do you need to go up to your room now <laughs> and i go no no i'm okay uh, and she's like oh okay yeah yeah, yeah. and then you know t- time passes I'm just, I'm just, I'm not trying to be cold. I'm just no, not picking up on vibing. it. you're just vibing. You don't, I'm you don't understand vibing. what they're going for. Yeah. yeah. And she just, then she said, hey, like my album was about to come out. And she was like, hey, how's your, how's your album? And it's like, oh yeah, it's really good. I just, uh, I work on it. I'm working on the next one. I have a lot of demos up in my, on my computer in my bedroom that mm-hmm. I've been working on. She's like, oh, I'd love to hear them. I was like, ah, they're not like presentable yet. When something happens to your car... You might say, no! My car! But what you really need to say is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, State Farm is there to help you file your claim right on the State Farm mobile app. So, just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. You know, oh, just like dude. finding any avenue and I'm just shutting it all down. Yeah, I was going to say, you, you, this just seems personal at this point. You're just shutting yeah. it down a lot. Just so uh, anyone knows, that's how a lot of my interactions go. And the <laughs> thing is, I don't really care about it. So I think shutting people down is a little fun, if I can be completely honest. Sure. But then like my roommate Deanna texts me and she's like, do you need me to leave? And I was like, <laughs> what? No, you're fine. Yeah, like you don't yeah. even get what's at. I feel like that stuff, though, you don't want to like go the other way and assume it's something. Maybe she yeah. was just being polite. You know what I mean? That's, uh, yeah, yeah, no, that's, that's a really tough spot to be in. I like the allure of it. Like, I, I like the idea of people finding me attractive and wanting me, but it ends there for me. Yeah, it's nice yeah. to be wanted. It's nice to be wanted and nothing more. Right. <laughs> that's basically it. I, I, yeah. I feel like that's, a pretty common thing for people, even if nothing else yeah. comes of it, you know? Yeah, I mean, I just declare my intentions with people very early on because I never want people to get the wrong idea about me, and I just hope they do the same about me. And it's worked pretty well in my past. I feel like that's something that you have to learn, though. Like, a lot yeah. of people have to learn that skill uh, the hard I also way. think that, like, disclosure helps a lot in interactions because mm-hmm. I think, like, 
I do have a lot of female friends, and I think it's because like I typically do like to open with not like be an asshole like hey you're not my type yeah you know? like it's, but, i don't but you want to make the it clear that like hey yeah i'm not i'm gonna be a normal guy <laughs> yeah it's just like i think it helps them feel relieved too and it's just like hey i just yeah. want to make sure completely platonic on your end it's platonic on my end like like i'm just not looking for anything and i don't want this us getting very close to saying this in the wrong message right and i feel like Whenever I've done that in the past, people have always just respected it, and it's just made that bond immediately closer and safer. Sure. Yeah, because there's no like sense of tension or like anything in the middle, mm-hmm. and and they don't have to play into that. Yeah, I think being honest with people is is usually the best way to do it, and it's hard to do though, especially if you're just meeting people for the first time and you haven't had that experience. I think a lot of people go into that stuff just afraid more than anything. Yeah. It all stems from insecurity. Yeah. I just think like I don't hit on people though, period, because uh, one, men are terrifying. And two, I just <laughs> again, men are terrifying. So I'm not hitting on women. Yeah. You know, like it's me coming up to a woman in a public area. It's just like it's never going to come off suave or cool. Right. Yeah. It's like if you start talking to someone random, it has to be by happen chance. I'm yeah. never just going up. It's you like, oh, we're both really waiting. Lucky. Yeah, we're both waiting for the same Starbucks order and start complaining to each other. You know, it has to be something very niche like that. Right. Now, I, I think that you you can do it other ways, but you have to be, again, you Not have to be very me. upfront and you have to be a certain kind of person. Like I just assume that women don't want to talk to me and I and it's it served me great in the past. It's made me <laughs> way less annoying. I've thought about it before as somebody who like uh, any women that listen to the podcast, please let me know. As somebody who's been in a relationship forever, like my wife and I have been together like 16, yeah. 17 years, you know, God forbid. Your entire I'm like, adult life. Yeah, yeah, literally. Um, I'm like, you know, how, if I had to get back out in the dating pool, how would I approach it? You know, God forbid we split up. People. Love you, Mal. You know, love Mallory. Yeah. I mean, but, you know, grownups get divorced and life's change and things happen. So like, you know, God forbid that ever had to happen for whatever reason. I'm like, what? how would I do it? And I feel like I could do the whole, you know, just like, hey, listen, uh, I, I, I'm I, not trying to bug you. I just saw you from across the room. Would love to know if you'd like to do X or Y sometime. Get some coffee, something. I don't know. And Dude, if she's honest, not into it, be like, no you know, clue. fine. I'll I, I, that, totally understand. Thank you. I just meet people by sheer happenstance. I like I yeah. have started talking to people at like a party and gotten their phone number and gone from there. Sure. But. I feel like it also didn't spark from me walking over and talking to them. It's just like, oh, we just started talking because that's how parties work. Yeah, you find ways in. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's hard. I think like uh, dating apps, you know, I'm not going to say like they're great or anything. They're pretty shallow. But <laughs> I, I definitely do think that has opened the door a lot. And I've always wondered how those actually are. Because as somebody, again, who's been in a relationship a long time, who sees mm-hmm. stuff like Tinder, I'm like, there's, I, I, you would think that, okay, the way that it's supposed to operate is just a hookup, a hookup app. But all I ever yeah. see from people is that it doesn't work. I mean, or that, like, they're not looking for hookups. They're looking for relationships. Okay, you know what I mean? well, everyone on Tinder has not looking for hookups in their bio. Just putting that out there. <laughs> then why are you on Tinder? That's the point. Because they're looking for hookups. Uh it's one of those things. It's silly. You can't act like it's why you're there. It's like, you can tell because the first question you'll be asked on there is like, so why are you on Tinder? You know, just immediately scoping it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think they're just pretty shallow. Like, you can definitely have, like, you can download Tinder and hook up with someone tonight if you really want to. Like, sure. It, it is that shallow. But I don't, I don't know. Like, just by how I function, like everyone I met off dating apps, I had just no interest on dating them because it was just like starting from ground zero. Like if if I at least meet someone somewhere else, you have something to go off of. You have something to talk about or some mutual yeah. connection or like a friend even or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like meeting a complete stranger and going from there. It's I think it's weird. It's not for me. Like I want to sure. meet someone through just a common interest or something. So at least have something. Some basis it's of just, conversation. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm really just looking for like a companion. 
above all else. So it's just like, why would I want that to be a random person, not just the best friend I could ever have? Right. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, and and I think uh, I just looked at the time. I think dating one of the most dangerous games of all, much like. Oh. Squid, Squid Games. Game. I see. Wow, we got way off. Yeah, we did. Uh, uh. so Squid Game. Oh, wait, wait. Uh, ding, ding, ding. Where's my hit tweet at now? Oh, you got to be at a hundred k. Oh, let's see. Let's that see. That joint did, was did the tweet bang. No, nope. the tweet bang. No, yo, hundred four k. There you go, <laughs> dude. I just oh looked God. at it. It said only ninety seven. I was like, oh, it's yeah. a flop. It's a oh flop. Oh my God, hundred four k. I peaked go. the mic a little bit on that one. Just excited, but congratulations, with, bro! Thank you. We we got a hit tweet on our hands. I should re- I Platinum. should now reply to my own tweet and go, ladies. <laughs> you should uh you should put up those room lights, bro. Yeah, put this up is where those you can get some lights. cool lights. Those ads got to pay like twenty dollars, right? They, Just they for do. random accounts, yeah. dude. It's got to be the most lucrative way to market something because the people who hit the who write these hit tweets have no sense yeah. of like. You know how much money you could make for sponsored shit? Because they they just said a funny joke and they're like, "Hey, can I give you fifty dollars?" And you tweet Dude, this. If like, I'm oh, hell struggling yeah. and my rent is like three hundred dollars a month, and they offer me a hundred fifty dollars for something, I'm like, "That's half my rent, bro." Oh, dude, absolutely. I'm tweeting yeah, of course it I take that. repeatedly. I I would love. All to I do, do is make hit tweets now. I wish I could make. Actually, that sounds like a fun thing where I just find a really popular tweet that like keeps like. You know, mm-hmm. you're telling me a shrimp fried this rice or whatever, and then accept every offer that I get yeah. for advertising under it. And just no matter what it is, that sounds Honestly, like it could be fun. Yeah. Just make a new account and just steal every popular tweet and just get <laughs> all your friends to interact with it and just see what happens. That's a good idea. I might actually do I that. I think we have a fun little social experiment coming up soon. Oh, dude. That sounds like fun. And you advertise every single time, and then we can... Yeah, I just... Oh, man. You just have to tweet out some shit like, I can't explain it, but five times five equals 25 is giving Friday energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> People love that shit. You have to tweet out shit. some bullshit like that. Vaguely, uh, uh, like, vague astrology, and people yeah. will eat that shit up. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, Squid Game... Into Netflix, into was was Kevin Spacey this episode or last no, episode? No, that was the last. That was episode. last this, episode. This yeah. wasn't a Netflix episode. This was a Squid Game episode. That's we what talked it was. about Mr. Beast. We talked about content. We talked about meeting people, uh, dating for a bit. We started talking about Hooters, and I'm trying to figure out how we got from Mr. Beast to there. Oh God! Uh, well, you said you were going to. You went out to eat because we were talking yeah. about making friends. And you going out, oh, and then you okay. said you went to Twin Peaks I talked the about other the place. girl. And I had never heard of those stops. restaurants before. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And then that, into dating, and then... Into dating, we here. stayed there for a while, and mm-hmm. then we made it back home. And now we're here. Um, it was pretty fun. Pretty fun. Yeah. A couple, a couple, uh, a couple pats off the main one, but, you know, we always get back. A lot so. of detours, but I just want to say, my hit tweet is banging. <laughs> I, I think I think I am gonna respond, ladies, with some <laughs> something, just like a cucumber. I don't know. One hundred and four thousand. Jesus Christ. Less than twenty four hours, dude. I've never had a tweet bang that fast. That's very quick, dude. Every I see all the super followers. How much do you get yeah. for super followers, bro? What is that? Uh, I only have it set up to three dollars per month because, okay. like, I don't really want to try to make money off it. I just kind of want to use it as a bit. Yeah. Like, it's like, oh, if you super follow, you get bullied in the replies. Like, right. that, that's the only perk of it. Yeah, that's what I'm seeing. Can Every you now set and then, your own price? Uh, I think you can do three, five, or ten. <laughs> uh, I will be honest. I only set up how to get paid the other day. And they're, like, depositing $1,500. And it's just, like, it could obviously oh be much more if I was, like, promoting it and advertising it and doing what I want with it. But, like, honestly, for just it being a bit... I have made way more than I expected. Yeah, that's crazy. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, I, I think that's also over that like three or four months. Uh, you just go, you swipe like towards the right. Uh-huh. And then when you have like that tab of y- your accounts and then all the stuff, there's a monetization tab. Damn, dude. All right. Yeah. I might, and I might you can tweet out. Sometimes I tweet out to the super followers. Sometimes... Once a month, I'll tweet out a picture of Frazier. They love that. And sometimes <laughs> I just tweet out, hey, super followers don't care. And what's funny, though, is in on your super follower tweets, 
you try to ratio them, they do band together because <laughs> it's very limited. That's really fun, actually. Yeah, um, all I the tried super to ratio followers them once. Like, uh, they're all they're all coming together for a common enemy. Yeah, I tried to ratio them once, and then they just hit me with. They said, "Not here, you won't." And then they had like twenty three likes compared to my nineteen. <laughs> That's fun. Little little uh, like a side mission, like a mini boss. That's fun. I might set that up. That sounds like it's good. Not actually good, but funny good. Yeah. I think I feel gross about it, like taking money for tweeting. But at the same time, I, you know, I guess you could say that about anything. Playing video games for my whatever on Twitch. Uh, okay. Anyways, I I got to go. Uh, uh, bye. Uh, bye, everybody. See you next time on the show. Goodbye. How Did We Get Here is produced by Deanna Gowland, Jacob Rabin, and Zach Zeeks. Our theme music is by Garrett Williamson, and our engineer audio producer is Justin Asher. When you buy a new house, you might say, Shut the front door! Winning! No, seriously, shut the front door. We own this house now. But you actually need to say, Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. The local State Farm agent is there to help you choose the coverage you need. Welcome to my crib. (laughs) No one says that anymore, but I don't care. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois.